Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. Let's get to the ministration of the word uh, this morning as the grace of God enables us and um, and, and, and see how far God can, can take us through. I'm excited because today we're going to be starting a new series uh, that is titled um, The Voice of Guidance. We're going to be starting a new series of teaching today that is titled The Voice of Guidance. The Voice of Guidance. If you can hear me wherever you are, I just want you to go in your, in your chat uh, section and I just want you to type in there The Voice of Guidance. The Voice of Guidance. The voice of guidance and the goal for uh, the goal for this uh, series it is aimed to equip you as a believer in this hour that we are in to be able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit to be able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit that is uh, that is the objective of this series uh, uh, I want I want you to come to a place as a believer where you can discern the voice of God where you can discern the voice of the Most High God. Uh, I, I'm persuaded beyond any shadow of doubt that God has fashioned you in such a way that you are capable of hearing the voice of God. God has built you in such a way that you are capable of hearing His voice in, the, in, in your life. Not only when it comes to major things of your life, but you are able to hear the voice of God even in the smallest things concerning your life. You should be able to hear the voice of God concerning your health. You should be able to hear the voice of God concerning your career. You should be able to hear the voice of God concerning your health. You should be able to hear the voice of God concerning your children, concerning your family, concerning your marriage because God has fashioned us in such a way that we are capable of hearing his voice. But sometimes ignorance uh, kills us. Many times ignorance puts us in a place of being disadvantaged, not because we cannot hear the voice of God, but ignorance or a lack of knowledge is a way of stealing the most important things in our lives. That is why the prophet Isaiah in chapter number four, verse number six, he says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge. So this morning, I want to come your way this morning and over the coming few weeks, I want to equip you and leave you at a place where you can hear the voice of God primarily for yourself. Number one and first and most importantly, for yourself. You know, you don't have to wait for a prophet to come in and give you the message what, or what God is saying. But as every born again believer, every born again believer, let me repeat this, every born again believer, you are capable of hearing the voice of God. Every born again believer is capable of hearing the voice of God. And uh, that is the objective of this, uh, of this series, the voice of God, of guidance. Now let's start from the book of Proverbs chapter number 29 on verse number 18. I'm going to slow down today and I want you to grab your Bible. I want you to open your Bible up on your phone. I want you to see it for yourself in the scripture. So I want you to turn your Bible this morning to the book of uh, Proverbs 
chapter number 29 from verse number 18. Proverbs chapter number 29, uh, uh, just verse number 18. That's what we want to concentrate on today. Proverbs chapter number 29, verse number, just one verse, verse number 18. Now, this is one portion of the scripture that is mainly used by, uh, by, by leaders when they are teaching leadership. We tend to use this verse because it, it has some principles or some truth uh, that we can learn from. But it also applies to your life or primarily this verse is meant to apply to your life as a child of God. Now, Proverbs 29 verse number 18, the scripture says, If people can see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. They are most blessed. Where uh, the, the popular translation, I think, is the NIV version. It says, where there is no revelation or where there is no vision, people cast off restraints. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instructions. Blessed is one who heeds wisdom instruction. But I like this translation. I think it must be the Amplified or the Message translation. It says, if people cannot see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But listen to the next part. But when they attend to what he reveals, then they are most blessed. Now, we serve a God who reveals things in the lives of his people. We serve a God who speaks. We serve a God who speaks. We serve a God who, who, who manifests himself or his power in the lives of his people. In other words, we serve a God of revelation. We serve a God of revelation. And that's why the writer is saying, if people can't see what God is doing, we stumble all over ourselves. But when we attend to what God is revealing, in other words, when we attend to the revelation, when we attend to the things that God is revealing in our lives, the Bible says we are surely most blessed people. Now listen to me. At any given time in the history of God, Walking with man. God has never left man to walk without the revelation. It is not in the nature of God to have his people move without a revelation. Revelation is one of the greatest blessings that God has given to the church. At any given time in the history of God walking with man, God has never left man to walk or to do things without revelation it is not in the nature of god to have men operate without revelation without revelation without revelation it is not the nature of god to to have his people walk without a revelation and i want you to understand this very clearly now to understand this concept i want you to understand that god has uh, revealed himself in so many different ways in the lives of his people and the best way we can learn this it is for us to come to uh, the nation of Israel or to the people of Israel, this is where we see God revealing himself in so many different ways. And I like how Hebrews chapter number one, verse number three, verse number one, it says God uh, spoke to our fathers in the past in so many different ways through the prophets. We see God of revelation. We serve a God of revelation. God who comes in and is revealing himself again and again to, to his people. But I, I'm just going to walk you through. Uh, there are few areas or most common ways that God provides revelation. 
that God provides a revelation because it is from revelation that we get the voice of guidance. It is from revelation. It is from how God reveals things to us that we are able to get the voice of guidance. Now, when you go to the nation of Israel, even starting with the patriarchs or the fathers of faith, I want you to understand that God has been revealing things to them through dreams and visions. Through dreams and visions. And if you can hear me, I want you to type in the comment section. Number one, God reveals himself to his people through uh, dreams and visions. Through dreams and visions. That's one of the most common ways that God provides revelation. That is why when you come to Abraham, we see God visiting Abraham through dreams. Even when God gave the vision of Abraham becoming the father of many nations, that was through dreams, that was through uh, dreams and visions. Not only uh, to Abraham only, but even when you look at the life of Isaac, we see God visiting him. Even in times of famine, God providing the voice of guidance to Isaac. We see Jacob at one time when he was sleeping and he saw a vision uh, in a dream, uh, a ladder with angels ascending and descending. This is God providing revelation to his people, not only to him, but we also even in the life of Joseph, we see God speaking through dreams and visions. This is one of the most common ways that God provides the voice of guidance through dreams and visions. So that's number one, through dreams and visions. And number two, God in the word of God, in working with his people Israel, we see that God provided the voice of guidance through the priesthood, through the priesthood, primarily through the high priest. Now, when you study the high priest, the high priest had a special garment or attire that he had to wear for service. Now, on his attire, on his chest, they wore what was called a breastplate. A breastplate. Now, this breastplate, uh, it had uh, 12 stones on it, which represented the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. But when you look at this breastplate, which was on the heart of the, of the high priest, this breastplate, it had pockets. Now, inside those pockets, the Bible says, according to Exodus chapter number 28, verse number 30, Exodus chapter number 28, verse number 30. If you can hear me, I want us to go to that portion of the scripture. I'm, I'm going to try to slow down today because I really want us to get this. Exodus chapter number 28, verse number 30. We want to find another way that God provided the voice of guidance to his people. Exodus chapter number 28, verse number 30. And I'm going to read from the translation that I have here. It says, Put the Urim or the Urim and the Thummim into the breastplate for decision making. Put the Urim and the Thummim into the breastplate of the high priest for decision making. They too will be over Aaron's heart when he comes into the Lord's presence. In this way, whenever he is in the Lord's presence, Aaron will always be carrying over his heart the means of determining the Lord's decision for the Israelites. I, I, I like that. I, I like that. Exodus 28, uh, verse, number, verse number 30. Put the Urim and the Thummim into the breastplate for decision making. So we see that the Urim and the Thummim, they were used for decision making. In the last part of that verse, it says, uh, Aaron will always be carrying 
over his heart, the means for determining the Lord's decisions over or for Israel. So the second way that God provided the voice of guidance to the children of Israel, it was through what was called the Urim and the Thummim. The Urim and the Thummim. I know if we're in a physical building, I would have said, go, say after me, Urim and Thummim. But in this case, I just wanted to go and type in the comment section and just type in there the Urim and the Thummim. You are, I am, according to the verse that is in the, in the comment section there. The Urim and the Thummim. This is the second way that God provided the voice of guidance to his people because it is in the nature of God to never allow his people to move or to walk without the voice of guidance in their lives. So number one, we see God providing the voice of guidance through dreams on visions, number one. And number two, we see God providing the voice of guidance through the Urim and the Thummim, which were the two stones that were placed in the pockets of the breastplate of the high priest. In this case, it was Aaron in the nation of Israel. So number three, the third way that God provided the voice of guidance to his people, it was through the mercy seat. It was through the mercy seat. Now, the mercy seat was the lead on the Ark of the Covenant. The mercy seat, it was the lead that, that went on the top of the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Ark of the Covenant was the most important furniture in the nation of Israel. The Ark of the Covenant was the most important piece of furniture in the nation of, uh, of Israel. It is the most important uh, piece of furniture in the nation of Israel. Now, on top of that Ark of the Covenant, which was a box uh, where they put inside it, they put the, 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 the road of Aaron that budded. Uh, inside it, they put the pot of manna inside there. And they also put uh, the, the, the book of the covenant inside it. But on top of it, they, they, they put a, a lead on top, which was called the mercy seat which was called the mercy seat. I want somebody to type in the mercy seat. Now, the mercy seat was made of pure, 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 pure gold. Was made of pure gold. If we go to the book of Numbers, chapter number 7, verse number 89, I think is the last verse. Numbers, chapter number 7, verse number 89. I want you to go there. Somebody can type in the comment section, Numbers, chapter number 7, verse number 89. I'm talking about the third way that God provides guidance to his people. It is through the mercy seat. Numbers chapter number 7, verse number 8, 8 and 9. And the Bible says, Whenever Moses went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from above the throne of the mess of mercy, that is the mercy seat, on the ark containing the words of God's promises. From between the two angels or between the two cherubims, this is how the Lord spoke with Moses. So every time God spoke to Moses, Moses would go into the Holy of Holies. And as soon as he stands before the Ark of the Covenant, he heard the voice of God, which is the voice of guidance. He heard the voice of guidance emanating or flowing from between the two cherubims, from the, between the two cherubim. And that is how God provided the voice of guidance. Number one, it is through visions and dreams. Number two, God provided guidance through the Urim and the Thummim, the two stones 
that were put in the breastplate, uh, in the pockets of the breastplate of the high priest. And number three, God provided the voice of guidance through the message. God spoke. His voice was heard from between uh, the two cherubim on the message. And number three, which is the most common way that God spoke to his people, he spoke to his people through prophets. Number four, I want you to go and type in there that number four, God provided the voice of guidance through prophets. Now, these are the first more, four, four most common ways that God provided guidance to his people. That God came in and he provided the voice of guidance to his people. Number one is through visions and dreams. Number two, he provided guidance through the Urim and the Thummim. And number three, he provided guidance through the mercy seat or from the mercy seat. And number four, God provided guidance through the prophets. Through the prophets. And that's why the Bible says anytime God wanted to bring back Israel to his covenant or anytime God had wanted to warn Israel about the things that are about to come, God most of the times would speak through the office of the priest. God will speak through the office of the priest. Now, I like how Amos chapter number 3, verse number 7. Let's go there. Amos chapter number 3, verse number 7. Amos chapter number 3, verse number 7. Uh, I'm using the God's word translation. The God's word translation. Amos chapter number 3, verse number 7. If you can hear me wherever you are, I want you to go ahead and type Amen. Amos chapter number 3, verse number 7. And the Bible says, Certainly, the Almighty Lord doesn't do anything unless He first reveals His secret to His servants, the prophets. Certainly, the Almighty God doesn't do anything unless He first reveals His secrets to His servants, the prophets. That's Amos chapter number 3, verse number 7. Now, when you look at the key characteristics of uh, the prophets, well, that is where I'm, I want to look at this morning and draw attention to. The prophets, they only spoke uh, or they only provided the voice of guidance as God revealed to them. The, the prophets were the means by which God gave the voice of guidance. But you find that the prophets, they only spoke what they heard from God. The prophets only spoke as they heard from God. That, that is very, very important. I want to emphasize this because we are living in a time where there is a lot of prophecy that is going on. We've got a lot of prophets that, are, that have mushroomed, that have risen, genuine and fake prophets. But here's what I want you to understand. Prophets, they only speak when God speaks. They don't speak at all times. They only speak when God does speak. That is the one key characteristics of prophets they only speak as god reveals to them they only declared what god revealed to them this this is one of the most common characteristic of prophets they only revealed what god revealed so in other words prophets they don't speak their own opinions they don't speak when god isn't speaking they don't reveal things when god hasn't revealed anything they are not under any pressure to speak because they are prophets they only speak when God comes in to reveal. Now, when you follow the pattern of priests, when you follow the pattern, uh, sorry, of the prophets in God giving the voice of guidance, we see some similarities with the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. In the very same way that prophets only spoke what God 
spoke to them. They only revealed what God revealed to them. When you come to the New Testament, in John chapter number 16, verse number 13, let's go there. John chapter number 16, verse number 13. John chapter number 16, verse number 13. The Bible says, when the spirit of truth comes, speaking about the Holy Spirit, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So in other words, the Holy Spirit will never guide you into the wrong place. When you walk with the Holy Spirit, when you follow the voice of guidance that is coming from the Holy Spirit, he will never guide you into the wrong places. He will never guide you into dangerous places. He will never guide you into places of danger. Rather, the Bible says, he will guide you into all truth. And for he will not speak on his own authority. Now, I want you to get this right. The Holy Spirit does not speak on his own authority. I think completely different to what we are seeing nowadays, where prof some prophets, some false prophets, will speak out of their own authority. But when you go into the word of God, prophets that are sent by God, they do not speak on their own authority. But whenever he hears, he will speak. Whatever they hear from what God is saying, the Holy Spirit, that is what he speaks. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. That's revelation there. John 16 verse number 13. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. Now listen to me. The greatest advantage we can give to ourselves, it is to follow the reliable voice of guidance. It is to follow the reliable voice of guidance. And the reliable voice of guidance for a New Testament believer, it is the voice of the Holy Spirit. It is the voice of the Holy Spirit. It is the voice of the Holy Spirit. For so, so for a New Testament believer, your primary source of guidance is the Holy Spirit. Your primary source of guidance as a New Testament believer is the Holy Spirit. I want you to get this right. Your primary source or your first place of getting guidance, it is not the prophet. It is not your pastor. It is not the apostle. The primary source of guidance for a believer who is growing in their work with God, it is through the voice of the Holy Spirit. That is your primary way. Now listen to me. Lack of knowledge is what is killing us. Because we, we ignore the primary way that God provides guidance to us and we go to secondary ways that God speaks to us and we make the secondary ways become the primary ways. But we need to put the order in its rightful place. The primary way that God speaks to a believer, to a born-again believer, it is through the voice of guidance. In other words, it is through the voice of the Holy Spirit. I want somebody to type in the comment section, I am led by the voice of the Holy Spirit. I am led by the voice of the Holy Spirit. That is why when you come to Romans chapter number 8, verse number 14, Romans chapter number 8, verse number 14, Paul writing to the Romans, he says, for those who are led by the Spirit, they are the children of God. For those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. So in other words, Children of God, they are led by the Spirit of God. They are led by the Holy Spirit. That is your primary source of guidance as a New Testament believer. And I, I don't want you to miss this. Your primary source 
of receiving the voice of guidance, it is through the, the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, we need to learn to pay attention to that voice of guidance. We need to pay attention to that voice of guidance. Now, when you go into the Word of God, uh, especially when you go to the New Testament, there are times that uh, the speaker, even Jesus Christ, he revealed how people missed the prophetic voice, like to the Old Testament, how they missed the prophetic voice and uh, they allowed their lives to go all over, to go in danger. They exposed themselves to the, the, their enemies and they became a prey to their enemies. Why? Because they missed the voice of guidance that came through the prophets. And I'm saying to you as a New Testament believer, in the very same way that the Old Testament or the Israelites it sometimes means the voice of guidance. There is a danger that you and I in this hour, if we do not pay attention to that voice, we can miss our guidance. We can miss our guidance because remember, guidance provides direction. Guidance provides direction. Now we are living in unprecedented times. We are living in very uncertain times where we do not know how to maneuver these times because we have never been this way before. But listen to me. This is the time that the church needs the voice of guidance. And the voice of guidance for the church, it comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It primarily comes from the Holy Spirit. Now listen to me. Luke chapter number 13, verse number 34. Luke chapter number 13, verse number 34 Luke chapter number 13 verse number 34 Jesus speaking and he says Jerusalem Jerusalem you who kill the prophets and stone those who, who were sent to you how often have I longed for you to how, how long have I of how often have I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her, her wings and you were not willing and you were not willing and you were not willing when you also go to Luke chapter number 19, verse number 41 to verse number 45. Luke chapter number 19, verse number 41 to 45. This is Jesus when he was looking at Jerusalem. And he makes a cry and a declaration and he says, As he approached Jerusalem, that's Luke chapter number 19, verse number 41 to 45. As he approached Jerusalem, he saw the city and he wept over it and the spiritual ignorance of its people. The reason why Jesus wept, it was because of the spiritual ignorance of his, of his people. Now listen to me. Spiritual ignorance is dangerous. Spiritual ignorance causes death. Spiritual ignorance uh, should never become your portion in life. Never allow spiritual ignorance to get a hold of your life. Now verse number 42, it says, saying, If only you had known on this day of salvation, even you, the things which make for peace and on which peace depends. But now they have been hidden from your eyes. Now, you've got to understand that the voice of guidance is the source of peace, is the source of calmness even in the midst of the storm. And Jesus is crying, if only you knew where your peace comes from. Verse number 43 says, For a time of siege is coming, when your enemies will put a barricade with pointed stacks, against you and they will surround you with armies and hem you in on every side verse number 44 and they will level you to the ground you jerusalem and your children with you they will not leave in you one stone on another all because you did not come progressively to recognize 
from observation and from personal experience, the time of your visitation, when God was gracious toward you and offered you salvation. Now, listen to me. The children of Israel, the Jews in the New Testament, there is a time where they missed the voice of guidance. According to Luke chapter number 91, verse 41 to 45, they missed the voice of guidance. They missed what was supposed to bring direction. They missed what was supposed to bring peace in their lives, what was supposed to bring salvation in their lives. And now Jesus is sitting there and his morning is weeping. He's weeping over Jerusalem. Oh, if only you knew that time. If only you knew the time of your visitation. If only you knew the hour of revelation, you would have taken advantage of that. Now listen to me. This is the greatest need that we have in this hour. The ability to follow the voice of guidance. The ability to follow the voice of guidance. You know what? You will always operate from a place of advantage if you can master the art of following the voice of guidance or discerning the voice of guidance. Discerning that voice of guidance in your life uh, as, uh, as a believer. This is very important. This is very important. God has given us the voice of guidance in this hour. But you know what? The only thing that can make us disadvantaged it is spiritual ignorance. It is lack of spiritual knowledge. And that is why this series is coming your way. So that we can equip you. So that you come to a place where as an individual, you can be able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life as an individual. In every area of your life. I'm persuaded beyond any shadow of doubt that the Holy Spirit is more keen, is more willing. Not only is he willing, but he is able to provide guidance even in the smallest things concerning your life. He is willing to do that. When you come to the New Testament church, the early church, you find that the Holy Spirit provided guidance in almost every area. He provided guidance when there was, when there was a challenge in the early church concerning the distribution of food. The Holy Spirit came in and he chose men who were supposed to come in and become a solution to that problem. The Holy Spirit, we see him, uh, providing guidance to the church. At one time he says, separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. We see the Holy Spirit providing that voice of guidance again and again. The apostles, they never did anything without the voice of guidance. They always sought, what is God saying concerning our situation? What is God speaking into our lives? Listen to me. The Holy Spirit is able to provide the voice of guidance, number one. Not only is he able, but he is willing to provide the voice of guidance. The small things that are troubling you, listen to me, you do have the voice of guidance. You do have the voice of guidance. We do have the voice of guidance. God has given us the void, has given us the voice of guidance through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. That is the greatest advantage. You know, the people that are in darkness, they don't have this advantage. They cannot find direction. But as for you and I, we've got the advantage of the voice of guidance in this hour where we get direction, where we get peace, where we get to know what we need to do, where we get to know even the things that we do not need to do because we do have the voice of guidance. I want somebody to shout there, the voice of guidance. The voice of guidance, discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I'm committed over the next few weeks to teach you step by step how to hear the voice of God. How to hear the voice of God for yourself as an individual. 
Remember I said, the primary way of you discerning the voice of God, it is through the Holy Spirit speaking to you as an individual. That is the very first place. Every other means that God is going to speak to you. It must come in to confirm what the Spirit of God has already been saying into your life. If the prophet is going to come and speak to you, if a prophetic word is going to come and speak into your life, it must come to confirm what the Holy Spirit has already been saying into your life. Why? Because the primary way of discerning the voice of God, it is you paying attention to the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of you. Who lives on the inside of you. You know, I don't know how I can explain this. God is so keen to guide you. The Holy Spirit is so keen to provide direction. The Holy Spirit is so keen to provide peace in your life, to show you which way to go, to show you what you need to do. He's so keen, he's so keen. He's so much interested because that is the reason why he came. That is his purpose. That is the, that is the purpose of him living in you, to provide guidance. He shall guide you into all truth. So good friends, let us not disadvantage ourselves. The church cannot afford to disadvantage itself because we are not paying attention to the voice of guidance. Now as I close, I want to close on a note that I'm going to start on next Sunday. The way God created you, you are created as a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body. Now before you were born again, your spirit man was dead. Your spirit man wasn't alive. In other words, a dead man cannot hear. A dead man cannot see. A dead man cannot move. A dead man cannot do anything because there is no life. But the day that you accepted Christ as your personal Savior, listen to me, a greatest miracle triplex. The day that you accepted Christ as your personal Savior, a miracle took place. And this is one of the first and the most important miracles that took place. Your spirit man was revived. Your spirit man was resurrected. So when you were not able to be responsive to God, when, you, when, when, when your spirit man was regenerated, you are now capable of hearing. You are now capable of seeing things. You are now capable of discerning the things of the spirit. I think this is good news. I think this is good news. I am convinced beyond and shadow of doubt that this is good news. That the day that you were born again, your spirit man was made alive. And every sense, in the very same way it is in the natural, that you've got your five senses, your sense of hearing, your sense of smell, your sense of touch, your, your sense of sight, you know, all the five senses. Now, the exact way it is in the natural, it is the same way it is in the spiritual. Your spirit man has got the sense of hearing. Your spirit man has got the sense of sight. That is, that is why God in these last days, he speaks to us through visions and dreams. You are capable of seeing visions. You are capable of hearing the voice of God for yourself as a believer. And I'm committed to come your way in this season and teach you step by step how to hear the voice of God. But today I want you to understand this. 
that you are capable of hearing the voice of God. And if you're hearing me, I want you to go ahead in the, in the comment section and I want you to go ahead and type, I can hear the voice of God. I'm capable of hearing the voice of God. I'm capable of hearing the voice of God. I want you to go ahead and type, I am capable of hearing the voice of God. I'm created in such a way that I am capable of hearing the voice of God. That is the voice of guidance. That is the voice of guidance. Can I stay your heart today? Can I stay your heart this morning? That may you develop a hunger and a desire inside of you to say, God, sensitize me. To say, God, awaken me, train me so that my, I can hear clearly. Train me, oh God, so that I can see with clarity. Why? Because we need the voice of guidance, especially in the hour that we are in. We need the voice of guidance. All the Old Testament saints, they were able to go through challenging times because they valued the voice of guidance. That is why Moses, many times when he faced a, an obstacle, when he faced a challenge, and when he found himself in times of crisis, to the point that even the children of Israel were planning to stone him to death. But what you find Moses do, the Bible says Moses would go to the tent of meeting. I like that. Moses would go to the tent of meeting. What's what, what was in the tent of meeting? It was the voice of guidance. Every time Moses went into the tent of meeting, Moses would, would leave that place with a voice of guidance. Moses would hear what God is saying and God, Moses would leave with direction. Moses would leave even with confidence. Why? Because they valued the voice of guidance. They value the voice of guidance. Can I leave you with this question today? That I want you and I to continue to ask ourselves throughout this week. Here is the question that I want us to ponder upon. Even as we're going to be praying during the course of the week. Even as we prepare for next Sunday. Here is the question that I want you to begin to make. Take this question in your prayer room. Take this question as you study the word of God. Take this question with you even as you read the word of God. Take this question, even as we join for Bible study on Friday, I want you to take this question, and here's the question. What is God saying? But what is God saying? But what God? what is God saying? But what is God saying? I want you to go ahead and type that question and ask yourself, but what is God saying? And now this is a question that, that will help you to, to, to pay attention to the voice of guidance. So every time you are faced with a challenge that you do not know how to deal with, I want you to ask yourself this question, but what is the Holy Spirit saying? But what is the voice of guidance saying? I want you to go ahead and ask yourself that question. It doesn't matter what you're faced with, big or small issues. I want you to develop a character or a habit of asking yourself this question. But what is the Holy Spirit saying? But what is the Holy Spirit saying? But what is the Holy Spirit saying? Yes, I know maybe you're not feeling well, but I want you to go ahead in your prayer room and ask yourself, but what is the Holy Spirit saying? But what is the Holy Spirit saying to me? What is he saying over my children? I know maybe your children are all over. Things are not so well. I want you to go ahead and ask yourself, but Holy Spirit, what are you saying about this situation? Yes, maybe you have received bad news from your workplace, but I want you to go ahead and ask yourself, but Holy Spirit, what are you saying concerning my situation? What are you saying concerning our situation? Yes, together as a nation, together as the entire world, things are not okay because of the, of, of the pandemic. But here is the time for us to ask ourselves this question. But what is God saying? 
What is God saying? Remember, when you ask that question, I don't want you to wait for an answer from somebody else, but I want you to wait for the answer from the inside of you because the primary way that God speaks to us, it is through our born-again spirits. It is through your born-again spirit. So I want you to go ahead and ask yourself that question. But what is the Holy Spirit saying? The voice of guidance. The voice of guidance. Allow me to reiterate this as I close. The Holy Spirit is so keen to guide you. The Holy Spirit is so passionate to give you guidance. The Holy Spirit is so passionate to give guidance to you today. Please don't, don't miss that opportunity. Don't allow spiritual ignorance to deprive you. Don't allow spiritual ignorance to bring danger and to bring death in your life, to bring disaster in your life. Don't allow spiritual ignorance to make you disadvantaged, to cause you to become disadvantaged. The Holy Spirit is so passionate to bring the voice of guidance in your life. When the Holy Spirit shall come, he shall guide you into all truth. He shall guide you into all truth. He has a ministry of guidance. He is the one who provides the voice of guidance. So church of God, may God continue to bless you. I want us to go before the Lord and pray before we close. I want us to pray this morning. And I want us to ask the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, open my ears and open my eyes so that I can be able to discern your voice. Holy Spirit, in this hour, I'm asking you, I might have missed it most of my times. I might have missed it in my Christian walk. But here am I this morning. Open my ears. I want to hear your voice. Train me to hear your voice in this hour. Open my eyes. I want to see what you're doing. I want to see what you're doing. Proverbs 29, the verse number 18. If people cannot see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. If we cannot see what God is doing, we'll stumble over ourselves. But listen to me. Here's the prayer for us to make this morning. Lord, open my eyes. I want to see. But when we attend to what God is revealing, then we are most blessed. Lord, open my ears. I want to hear. Teach me to discern your voice in this hour. Teach me to discern your voice in this hour. Teach me to discern your voice in this hour. If they can be a challenge that we can give each other, don't allow this lockdown to come to an end before you master the art of discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life. Let's go before the Lord and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the ministration of the word. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of the voice of guidance. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the voice of guidance. That for us, we are not praying, oh God, for you to give us. But we are saying, thank you, Lord, for giving us that voice of guidance. Thank you for providing the voice of guidance to your church. Thank you for providing the voice of guidance to your church this morning. And Lord, our prayer this morning is teach us to discern that voice. Teach us to pay attention to the voice of guidance. Teach us to pay attention to the voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives. This is our prayer this morning. Teach our eyes, O oh God, open our eyes that we may see. Open our eyes, O oh Lord, that we may see what you're doing. Open our eyes that we may see what you're doing. Expose us, O oh God, to your revelations. I pray this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, for every born-again believer. This morning, O oh God, train them, Holy Spirit, to hear your voice. We are coming, O oh Lord, to this place today where we are paying attention. We are willing to hear. We are willing to be taught to hear your voice. 
to descend your voice in everything that we do, to descend your voice in our work, to descend your voice in our spiritual work, to descend your voice in our careers, to descend your voice over our health, to descend your voice over our families, over our relationships. Teach us, oh God, in this season. Teach us to be able to hear your voice. Father, we thank you. We bless and we honor your name today. In Jesus' glorious name, we have prayed. And somebody say amen and amen. Somebody shout amen and amen. Thank you for tuning into Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also interact with Pastor Danny on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For easy access, the links are in the description.